We're live. We are live. Welcome to the Beacon of Light podcast. Today is day 10 of our favorite things. So this is an exciting time. And I have invited amazing friends, amazing entrepreneurs, amazing artists, amazing authors, and the whole shabam right here. And so tonight, y'all get to meet Miss Lori Thompson. And so before we jump into that, let's get into this. I'm April Tribe Juke. Welcome to the Beacon of Light podcast. I believe we are all made with light, and light is hope. This podcast brings authors who write stories of hope to all of you. Your journey to be inspired and amplified by these stories starts now. All right. We are back live. So I, I have to confess, just, just for a second, everybody, it's not really professional. <laughs> my, my front door just broke. So we are a little... Disheveled? You have to laugh at this point. We have to laugh at this point. So that's why we're amazing tonight. So with all of that said, if I get the giggles, I apologize because there's no nothing else to say. With that set aside, we have Miss Lori Thompson here tonight. And it's really an exciting time for Lori. And Lori... You can see, everyone can read this going down underneath here, right? So women, we are calling out to you. If you have ever had these unhealthy thoughts or unhealthy habits or anything that keeps just repeating in your life, uh, how many of you would like to stop that? Any hands up over there? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah. I think that is something, a really important part of what we love to do. So Miss Lori, <laughs> she has written a book called Pivot Point. And Lori, share with us why you wrote this book. Well, much like most people, <laughs> I've been through a little bit of crud. I'll try to use a nice word, <laughs> crud in life. And just, you know, kind of got bogged down in it. There were several things that happened one right after another. And you get into a really low place, which is where I was. But the, you know, I, I began to emerge from that. However, the same old thoughts kept like running through my head 24 seven wouldn't go away, you know, and it's a lot of that. Like you talk about the shame shadow, you should have, you didn't do enough. You didn't this and that. And, you know, and I got hung up and all that. And, I'm, and I was like, just sitting in my driveway one day going, is this what I want to have had my life be at the end of it? You know, I'm just stuck. So, just through God's grace, I just kind of decided to make a pivot and change the way I was looking at things and um, my view of God and um, really amazing things started to happen, uh, real transformation. So I wrote the book. Excellent. So writing this book really is a documentation of how you had this pivot point, this change and I've had the privilege of having my eyes on this amazing book. And the whole point, what I could understand is that really, it is, it's really powerful when we can write and record what our transformation is, because it can match with other people. Other people can be inspired by that. And through that inspiration, maybe they can have their own pivot point. So share with us how the book is kind of structured. Is it is it really like how to one two three? Is it story? Is it a combination? Share with us what 
what it is. Or, or before that, if you want to read a little bit, you know, kind of to help us get into this, go for it. Okay, so it is kind of a story. It's my story, but I mixed the story with some of uh, Tolkien's stories of the hobbits, just to give a connecting point for people who may not have had my situations, but um, they understood the emotion. So I was going to write, j read just the, the very, very beginning of, of the section um, where it starts out. And so here, here goes. In the heart of every believer, there is an innate longing to be a part of God's plan and purpose for our lives. There's a quest to find out how we fit into the grand scheme. We're average, regular folk who have an inkling that we were made for adventure, like certain hobbits in the tales of Tolkien. There's a nagging hunger to step out of the ordinariness of the Shire to join forces with the one who knit us together. Yet, in the corners of our darkest, tucked away places, we secretly suspect that we aren't good enough or strong enough or just enough because orcs are lurking around who in their particular disdain for hobbits creep out of their hiding places, eyes peeled for opportunities to destroy. They whisper lies to us we already believe until we become quiet and complacent, happily living in our hobbiton, safe. But in the words of Tolkien, a safe fairyland is untrue in all worlds. What if you stop coming to the battle armed with little more than faulty beliefs? What if your perceptions of God, yourself, and the world around you were simply misinformed by your perspective? What if changing your perspective could not only win the battle, but the war? What if understanding who you are in light of whose you are could change everything? What if that understanding sparked a new vision, igniting a life lived on purpose as you become more fully connected to and directed by the one who made you? What if I told you that's the secret to everything? Speechless, right? I mean, right there, if that truly is the secret to everything, then that should be our quest. That should be our journey. That should be the thing that helps us to stop listening to the lies, stop accepting and believing those lies, and believe the truth that comes from our maker. Exactly. There's something really powerful about that. So in capturing this, so what do I want to do? How did the transformation come out? Was it something fast over a period of time? How did this whole over a period happen? of time? But uh, truly, when I started writing the book, I spent hours and hours and weeks and months going through the Bible and actually Tolkien quotes, and it was bringing a, a strange kind of healing over me while I was doing this and I thought I was writing this book in a certain direction and actually even the book made a pivot to less of this is my terrible struggle and more about this is how God brought me out of the struggle and this is how you can overcome and thrive in your struggle and move past it because it's about moving past all of that stuff because we sure can stay stuck in it. That's right. 
you can stay stuck for a long amount of time. Those out there watching with us live, if you have ever been trapped or stuck with these kinds of thoughts and thinking, there is something, something to really say that when we focus in on what truth is and accept it, it, it forces a choice, right? And the choice is we, I would get, I would say every day when things are presented to us, we have the choice to believe that victimhood or just surviving, mm -hmm. or we have the choice to thrive and go through it. Now, <clears throat> with that being said, I, I was trying to be serious as I can there. Because it's not this Pollyanna, I've got this. Oh, easy choice. No, no. No, <laughs> no. But ultimately, in the end of the day, it is still choice. And that, I feel like, is really part of the pivot. Mm -hmm. There's something incredible about that. Um, so as you're writing, you're studying, you're looking at these, um, quoting from the Bible, from Tolkien, and reading the scripture yourself, and noticing how the healing is coming how did you feel when the healing started? Like, what did that feel like for you? It felt, um, this is going to sound uh, pretty grand, but it felt very miraculous. Like something, I could tell something was happening. Um, and I, I talk about this in the book that I just started praying. I want to understand you because I don't understand. And the understanding started to come when I asked for it <laughs> and it is a choice and it sounds very trite to say, choose this. But honestly, we forget that we do have a choice and that we're making choices. Even when we're in this cycle and it feels like we can't get out, it's because we're not allowing ourselves to do that. Very true. And in that miraculous part, when through the asking as the answers are coming in what were a few of those answers well um some were um like one of my chapters I, the chapters go through the word pivot p-i-v-o-t so one was understanding that i had previously my perspective and my perceptions were skewed so as it was revealed to me through studying and through continuing the process, um, what uh, God's perspective would be on things. Then I started having these kind of aha moments. And honestly, in the aha moments, it's not about, um, you don't end up feeling, oh, I'm, I'm a worm. You know, I should have seen that. That's not how you feel. You're like, wow, you know, God is showing me some amazing things about how he actually wants to relate with us and how he does relate with us if we just will, you know, tune our heart and our eyes to see and our ears to hear. And honestly, um, it, it felt like miraculous to me, even though it's weird because, you know, Jesus said that his yoke and his burden is as light and easy. And that's kind of how it happened. That's how I know, you know, it's not you because it is not through my, it was not through my own efforts at all. 
No, and it's really interesting to be yoked with Christ. I'll say an awakening of how that yoke actually feels. If you've ever seen one, you're thinking, oh, okay, oh, I'll put yeah. this sucker on, you know, and you're thinking, whoa, this is going to be, but really you're like, is, is it on me? Is it, is it over? I mean, because the weight, when we really give that to Christ and put it all out there, that yoke really becomes light because he really is carrying it. And we it's just the get the peace, privilege to walk. Right. It's the yeah. internal. Uh, it's not that you don't have problems. <laughs> Everybody continues to have problems all through, all through life. It's the perspective that you have about how it's, it's amazing, honestly, how um, when you have the perspective of Christ and the perspective of having a, a right understanding of God, and I, I don't pretend to have everything figured out, but it makes everything manageable. It makes everything, you know, you're like, okay, this is happening, but I have a peace, like a contentment that is unexplainable. Yes, for sure. And Melissa, I popped up this um, comment that she has. The spiritual awakening they talk about in recovery programs and rehab has, has a very similar understanding. And it is true because suddenly you're, you're outside of, of the addiction and of the problems and of the cycle. And you can see more clearly about what's happening. And it starts a belief. Maybe some had a faith prior to and then fell into this with all of the lies and believing it and then returned to it. Maybe others had never heard or felt it before, even though it was there, but because of whatever past history or maybe no real knowledge, but we're all born with a light within us. So this becomes familiar again. And you're thinking, huh, something, there's something different here. And, and you want, you, you start to long and want to crave for that. So, but, but <laughs> with that being said, we have to be actively searching and actively partaking right. every day. Otherwise, it will, the, the still small voice and the light dims again. It's still there, but we're distracted again. We're not really focusing in on it. We have to stay focused on that pivot and the idea of it pointing, right? We have that place where we really can make all of those turns to see what it is that God would have us connect with. Amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So Lori, um, in the blog today, I was also able to put up a few other things that you ha are um, suggesting and offering besides our pivot, put, pivot point book there. I can say it. And um, one of them is, is a calendar type of share with us a little bit about that. Well, it's a planner. Um, I am a creative person. I'm an artist and writer and I also work full time at a job, but, um, so I have so many, I'm doing four art classes right now and another business course. And I'm like going, I can't keep up with everything that's happening. So I need a planner, but I couldn't find anything that would fit me or fit a creative person plus incorporate faith into it. So I made it for myself. Mostly it's a calendar. It's a planner. It's a place for you to write down. Like um, if you're going through a Bible study, you're, you're doing your Bible reading to write down um, particular verses or say, you know, uh, a weekly prayer to, you know, concentrate on, but you, it's also a place to, to doodle and scratch out some ideas. Also um, 
a place for you to write notes from your lives, you know, like your live streams and different things. There's little places, there's sticky notes, you know, I mean, they're not real sticky notes, but they're planted on there like sticky notes where you can jot down little quick things. So it's actually, it's a uh, hundred pages on two sides. So if you just did it digitally, it's 200 pages. If you printed it out, it's, um, it's a hundred pages, but, um, I don't, right now it's only digital. I'm looking at getting it printed out into a spiral format so that when you open it up, you have the whole thing open out to you if, if you need that kind of thing, which I do. I like a tangible uh, product. So anyway, there's three different designs. And um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's what I put that together for myself, but also for um, for sale. So, yeah. Awesome. And so that whole concept is really powerful when we can put it down. And I, I am tangible as well. Got to put it down there, see it there. And then I usually move it to digital, but I got to put it here first, right? right? I got to put it here. There's just something connecting with that. And when we can have those opportunities, it might help to clarify, clarify and sharpen some of our pivot points because we have it recorded, right? Right. And sometimes when we talk about journaling, sometimes that can become intimidating, like, oh, I don't have a formal journal or, oh, I'm not a good speller. And what if I mess up? Uh, whatever the barriers can be, right? Something like this, where it's like, oh, I'm just putting things down quick. It seems to remove yes, a lot of that, that's right? Exactly. That's exactly because I do get intimidated by this whole, here's a giant journal of empty pages. So yeah, this is more like jotting something down quick, but it incorporates all those little elements, creative elements. It's actually called Create 2022 and a planner and then it's got a little verse lord uh, direct my path you know and um so it's it's um for well it's for women because it's it's clearly a, a female feminine design you know but <laughs> but i love the signs <laughs> it's yeah it's a feminine design um but it's also for to help um women of faith kind of keep on track, but in a real non-intimidating way. Right. And I think that's a really great part about this other product that you have. So I would like you guys to see if I get back here. Da, da, da. So that is how you contact Miss Lori. It's Ann Thompson at Outlook.com. Just her email. Go ahead and send her an email and see what she can do to help with you. Now her book Pivot Point is also on Amazon.com. You can go there and find it. And it is a really awesome book. And because Lori is so creative, she she does, Lori, not, it's not only her own drum. It's not only her own whatever. I mean, Lori is the out of the box kind of gal. I'm telling you what. She built the box. And then she rebuilt the box. And then she recolored it. I mean, like the whole thing. So this book, when you get it, you'll be surprised. Because it's not just on one side. You also get a flip side to this sucker. I mean, check this out. Look at that. You get front and back. Whoopsie doopsie. And there is a whole nother part to, to that book to help encourage you along with that pivot. So again, if you're looking for something really refreshing, uh, holidays, uh, Black yeah. Friday, like yeah. some opportunities to really give. And I love doing this right now with the Beacon of Light favorite things in November because you can get some of these things now and kind of start practicing and get kind of getting your groove on so that you have the new you for the new year ready to go versus waiting, 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 and then starting and then maybe coming overwhelmed. You kind of get 
this practice kind of like, you know, like a mock-up, like a do-over kind of a deal. And then when you're really ready, you can say, well, I've already practiced this for the past four or five weeks and this is pretty good. Now I know, and I can put in some of these ideas and these plans into work. So go there to Miss Lori Thompson at outlook.com and she can connect with you and, you know, share with you other ideas and information. And I'm talking to you guys, her art is awesome. It tells such a great story. And she has a fantastic story that she shared with me last January. And I will never forget it. Just that idea and concept of just this love for creation. I mean, who created us? God. And when he can share that creativity with us, as Lori does through her art, as well as through her words, it just meets you right in the heart. So with Pivot Point, again, Amazon.com. Or go down here to Miss Lori Ann Thompson at Outlook.com and go there, get in connection with her and see how she can help you have a better new you for the new year in this beacon of light, favorite things. So Lori, any last words that you want to share with um, all of us here tonight? No, just thank you. Anybody who's on right now, I can't see, tell, but anyone who's on or, or catches the recording, thank you. And um I really think that um, you will be blessed by the book. It's it's um, it's about um, great outcomes, not about stuck in you know what's gone on in the past. That's right. We want to have those outcomes come forward. Thank you, Miss Lorianne. I will see y'all later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.